his weekly dose of wellness. Brought to you by Memorial Care Health System. Here's Deborah Howell. Hello and welcome to the show. I am Deborah Howell and today's guest is Dr. Jason Liao, neurosurgeon at Saddleback Memorial Hospital. Welcome, Dr. Liao. Thanks for having me. Such a pleasure. Today we're going to learn how to take care of our back, what good posture is, the long-term effects it can have on your body, and minimally invasive treatment options. Let's get going right away with the basics. Why is posture so important? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, as, as we age, we develop some arthritis, and a lot of times as we kind of slowly um, kind of settle down in our Spines, we start to stoop forward. You see a lot of people who lean forward and who are either forward in forward position over their walker or kind of just walking with their heads down. And what that does is the reason why that's important uh, to prevent is because uh, when you look down, your body doesn't really like that. The human beings like look straight, and so they use their back and they tilt their back backwards to try to get their eyesight level. And when they do that, um, it can be pretty tiresome on the back. And a lot of a lot of back pain itself, people don't realize. They always think it's all skeletal, um, but a lot of times back pain is actually due to muscle fatigue. So when you're straining your back to improve your eyesight, to improve your posture, um, that can uh, can be taxing. And at the end of the day, uh, that's actually what causes a lot of back pain. Interesting. So your mom was right. Stand up straight <laughs> and yeah, sit up straight. absolutely. You know, you start off when you're young with really good posture. Mm-hmm. And then as you age, you, you just start to notice these small changes and people ignore them. Um, but, you know, um, a lot of times people don't really strengthen or develop their back. They, a lot of times feel when they work out even, they really just focus on their arms and their chest yeah. uh, for guys especially. Um, and they don't really focus a lot on, um, on posture. And now that's kind of changing these days with Pilates, with yoga, mm-hmm. and, some, uh, and some, a lot of things that are focused on kind of getting our natural uh, positioning of our neck and our back. But, um, you know, that's not something that people generally pay attention to, nor do they know the consequences of. Well, let's dig down even further. What exactly is good posture? So um, good posture, what we call a neutral position for the back, is essentially where the shoulders are brought, uh, are brought back so that your head and your neck are essentially parallel to the, uh, well, your eyesight is parallel to the ground. So um, overall, the when you, I would say it's easy to remember what bad posture is, mm-hmm. and bad posture is simply just stooping forward okay. or hunched forward. So closing down the chest, putting your shoulders in front of you, um, that's kind of what poor posture looks like. So if you can just remember that, you kind of will remember what kind of good posture should look like. It's just kind of just sticking your chest out, bring your, bring your shoulders back. Shoulders back and down, correct? That's right. Shoulders oh. back and down. Away from your and, ears. Um, yeah, anything basically anything to keep your head in an upright position. So just anything. So you're not, you know, when people walk, um, you know, a lot of times they kind of just kind of look down, and especially in the days these days with um, cell phones, iPods, and everything else like that, people are always looking down when they walk. They're texting when they walk, and um, it, it, over time that kind of adds up. It adds to a um, unnatural posture, and as you and what happens is as you age, uh, your joints get more stiff, your muscles start to contract, and then you get stuck in that posture. So people mm-hmm. can actually, if they're not careful, they, they, they can get stuck in position. And so, so a lot of times that's why stretching is so important. And, why, and not just that, but developing the muscles of your back are very important. Because when you develop the muscles of your back, it brings, um, it brings your back in a better posture. And, and, and it, it, your, your muscles uh, contract naturally so that it actually forces you in a better posture. 
you've actually, in the last couple of minutes, <laughs> you've had me sitting up straighter and saying to myself, I'm going to get back into doing Pilates because it's so important to strengthen the back. That's right. Yeah, and you know, it, it, and and also strengthening and working out in the right way, because if you look at, for example, bodybuilders or anything else like that, they're working their front, their chest so much that they actually get they they work themselves into a bad posture. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of my athletes actually are probably my worst patients because um, not only do they not really regard the the, the, the effect of shock and of um, um, forces on their back. Um, they just wear out their back. So, you know, making sure that you do things that are less impactful, especially as you get older, is, is pretty important. Not lifting things that are too heavy. Those mm-hmm. are all yeah. the health of your back. Can you help explain the mechanics of proper lifting? So, um, yeah, proper lifting, the, basically, it's you, you want to use as many joints as you can um, so that it's not just um, fully focused. The forces when you lift are not fully focused on your back, and that includes using your knees. Um, it also keep, it includes keeping your back in an up in a sort of upright position as much as you can, um, and then just not really lifting too anything too heavy. I mean, uh, you know, as you age, you just have to be more conscious of that mm-hmm. um, because not just you you can also strain your muscles and ligaments, but you can also actually cause a disc herniation. Okay. Or you, and uh, and and what happens in that case is you start to develop not just back pain but also leg pain or arm. I guess those are called long-term effects of bad posture or spine issues, right? Yeah, that's that's correct. There's there's long-term effects, and then there's um, and then there's exacerbation, which are whenever you kind of lift things that are too heavy. Okay. And when, kind of at what point is surgery necessary for spine and back issues, doctor? Uh, so, you know, initially, surgery should always be the last resort. Uh, the first things I usually refer my patients to are for injections and physical therapy, and even chiropractic or acupuncture, which are really not less traditional, but um, they have their utility, and those things are to uh, alleviate pressure and to distract the back to open it up. So, um, you know, you, you start with con- conservative therapies first, and pain injections are basically um, medications they inject around nerve roots uh, to quiet down inflammation. If you throw out your back, you probably have a pinched nerve root, and the nerve roots inflame. You can also do that, uh, inject for arthritis. So a lot of times arthritic joints in the back. Your back is actually made up of quite a number of joints. Um, so a lot of times those joints can be arthritic just like your knees, just like your arms, and that can cause back pain. So sometimes you can use injections or physical therapy to try to get some of that inflammation down. Okay. Um, your spine is made up of muscles and ligaments, and so physical therapy can help strengthen your core and uh, also prevent pain. But surgery is a last resort, but after, if all those fail, sometimes a lot of your nerves that are pinched are due to actual physical problems, and surgery can help decompress those nerves, or it can help to stabilize the back to give it more strength. And in this day and age, what surgery options are available to patients? Um, So the surgical options depend on the origin of the pain. So um, that's usually why um, it, you know, uh, physicians or primary care physicians send me patients is so that I can kind of find out and diagnose what exactly the origin is. Is it a nerve compression? Is it arthritis? Or is it muscle fatigue? Muscle fatigue is due to poor posture. The nerve compression is due to a herniated disc or um, some sort of compression on the spinal cord. And arthritic pain is just due to arthritis of the back. So depending on those, where the pain falls into um, kind of dictates the treatment of it. And the treatment can be anything from a minimally invasive 
compression of a nerve root for any kind of pain shooting down the legs, what's called sciatic pain. Or that the treatment can even go up to a, as complicated as a fusion, where you have, where basically you have a lot of arthritis in your back, and those joints rubbing on each other, the bone-on-bone rubbing causes a lot of pain, mm-hmm. and so you hold it still with a fusion. Okay. So that's kind of, in a nutshell, how we kind of look at how we treat different types of spine pain, which is not an easy thing to treat. Sure. And what should patients know when they're considering spine surgery? Well, the you want to start with the smallest possible surgery, um, of course, and um, and and then the patients should have a good understanding of their imaging. When the patients come to my clinic, I look I, I look over all the imaging with them and explain to them w- why I think their pain or what I think their pain is coming from and why I think the treatment should help it. So they should really understand. They shouldn't just consent for a surgery or anything like that without understanding why they're getting the surgery. Right. So, and then they should also understand that as you get older, you have to start to think of um, maybe having smaller surgeries. Um, you know, instead of having a big surgery, a smaller surgery can help treat some of the pain. It, it's just a safer thing. Got it. Any other tips people can use to help their spine health? Um, so, you know, just uh, bone health is, is important, too. So, you know, the simple things is people tell you to drink vitamin D, uh, you know, drink milk with vitamin D and calcium. Um, that actually helps a lot because when you have um, osteoporosis, uh, which is a, a condition I see a lot, in a lot of patients that I see, um, they can get fractures because their, bo- their bones essentially are very soft. And so mineralizing your bones with vitamin D and calcium, uh, taking supplements for improving the health of the, of the joints in your, in your spine um, can all help. So Wonderful. Thank you so, so much, Dr. Liao, for being with us today. It's uh, been great to have you on the program. Oh, great to chat. Thanks so much. I learned a lot. To listen to the podcast or for more info, please visit memorialcare.org. That's memorialcare.org. Sit up straight. I'm Deborah Howell. Thanks for listening and have yourself a wonderful day.